Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse, but I offered at a satsang a free meditation program and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murjaye Nishpapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Mukanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harine Bhakta-kāyaika-dehāyā-namaste-chit-sarātmane Guru Sakshat Para Brahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Svarupa Svasvabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self, your own beingness, your own essence, the one divine reality being you while being all and beyond all. Om Swarupa Swaswa Baba Namo Namah. What's happening matters. When the news is full of violence and pain, which is most of the time, what do you do? Some people stop tracking the news. I'll call them ostriches with their head in the sand. They're not yogis. They're wimps. What's happening matters. You care. The problem with ignoring the news is that you're avoiding caring. And when you shut down your caring, who loses the most? You do. You lose you. But caring for most people means fear and worry. They believe, if I worry about you, it proves I love you. What if instead it was 
If I trust you, it proves I love you. What if instead it was, no matter what happens, I'm there for you. This proves I love you. What if instead it was, I don't have to prove I love you. I do. It needs no proof. Why do you care about the world? Why do you care about people you've never met? This caring comes from recognition, the key principle of our tantric path. Recognition is even the name of one of the primary texts of Kashmiri Shaivism, the Pratyabhinna Hrudayam. The title is made up of two words, Hrudayam, which means the heart, the essence or the core of the teaching, and Pratyabhinna, which means recognition. When you see someone you know, you recognize them. You know them from before, you see them again, and so you recognize them. I had been teaching at a yoga conference some years before, and I had several hundred people cycle through my several workshops. I'd had an hour or two with them in groups of 50 or 100. I didn't get to know them individually. I didn't get to know them well. When the conference was over, I headed to the airport to fly home. It is a small airport, and it has only one long hallway with the boarding gates along each side. My plane was at the far end. As I drew near to the gate, four or five people stood up smiling to welcome me. I was really surprised. Then several more stood up with a cheery hi. They had been in my workshops. They recognized me. I smiled and put my hands in front of my heart and then sat down. They promptly moved over near me and we chatted while we waited for our various flights. Recognition. You recognize someone you've known before, someone you've seen or cognized before you recognize them. This text, Pratyabhinyahrudayam, says that recognition is the way you get enlightened. You recognize something you've always known, your own self, your own essence, your own beingness. Oh, Shiva. Getting enlightened is not like getting something new. Instead, you rediscover what you've always had, your own self. You know that you know. You feel and know at the deepest level of your own beingness that your essence is the one essence. And you recognize that this one essence and beingness is found in all. Every human being has this core essence. Their beingness is divine. Sometimes it's easier to see the divine in another. That's the point of having a guru. The guru makes the radiance of the self visible, tangible, accessible. I saw that in Baba, but not from the beginning, I have to say. I loved his teachings. I heard and felt the truth in every word he said. I loved to chant with him. Better yet, I loved to meditate with him. Something happened in me, for me, with me, to me, when I sat with him. Something I couldn't access so well on my own. 
So I spent as much time with him as possible. But I didn't see God in him, not in the beginning. If you can't see God in a God-realized being, where can you see God? You have to start inside. First, you find God inside. Then you see the reality that God is inside everyone and everything, not just you, everyone and everything. I'll liken it to a bunch of boxes, I'll say, under a Christmas tree. For the sake of my metaphor, I'll have them be unwrapped, simply boxes with lids, not even any ribbons, sitting under the tree. The way these boxes are decorated is with different words on the side, like word art. Words are written all over them with messages of love, even messages of fear or anger, messages of sadness and grief, messages of hope and despair. The metaphor is that every person is like a box with words covering the outside, like the words fill your mind, like the words you pour out to other people. Yet inside every box, in these boxes under the tree, inside every box is light. Every box is full of light. But you can't see the light because the lid is shut. And the lid has words written all over it too. Their mind, their bob, their attitudes and beliefs, their needs and wants are written all over the outsides of the boxes. And once in a while, a box lifts up one side of its lid and the light peeps out. <laughs> you don't look at the words anymore. Now you look at the light and then the lid shuts back down again. And another box peeps open and your eyes are drawn immediately to that box. You're fascinated by the light. That inner light is showing. It's shining out. And when several boxes lift their lids again, all at the same time, your own face lights up with light. Your heart is lifted. Joy arises within. And then the boxes shut their lids again. And all you can see is the words, the words by which they live their lives. They lift the lid too seldom. Their light shines so infrequently. Your light shines too infrequently when the whole point is light. That light is there in every human being, in every critter, in every rock, and every tree. Can you see it? Usually you'd spend time reading the words on the box. As they share their words, you get caught up in the same stuff they get caught up in. Now you're both entangled in their stuff. You can get whole families to do this together. You can get whole communities to do this together. It's your boxness, not your light. But the light is there. So when you're seeing another person and you're seeing their words, their boxness, can you also see their light? At least remind yourself that there is light inside them, just like inside you. Just reminding your mind that the light is there, that helps you find the light inside yourself. And when you find the light inside yourself, it peeps out. 
as your light shines more and more, it affects everyone. We all love the light. See God in each other. See God in each other. It's a practice. It's the practice we've been learning about all this weekend. One that my Baba talked about frequently. He only ever gave one teaching to look within to find God, who is your own self. But he consistently came at it from three directions, giving three interconnected teachings. Honor your own self. See God in each other. The guru makes both possible. Three interconnected teachings. Honor your own self. Namah Shivaya. See God in each other. Parasparo Devo Bhava. The guru makes both possible. Guru Rupaya. That's why we chanted to the guru. Because the guru has taken off their lid and thrown it away. So he shines with divine light all the time. Even the sides of the box have become transparent. So the light shines through all the time. And the words on the sides of the box, the transparent sides of the box, they're not the words that most people use on themselves. The guru lives with different words than you do, and probably fewer words than you do. (laughs) For their mind is not so busy. What are the words that the guru lives with? Words of worship, words of gratitude and love, Words praising their own guru who lifted their lid for them and who gave him the tools to become transparent. Words like, what can I give? Instead of what can I get? And for me, lots of Sanskrit. Like Om Namah Shivaya. Like Guru Om. Like Karuna, compassion. Vidya, inner knowingness. Bhagavan, Lord. Muktananda, my guru's name. Lots of Sanskrit. (laughs) What kind of words do you have written on your box? You can choose, you know. I'd rather fill my mind with consciousness than anything else. Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. But best of all is lifting your lid. Living with the light of your own being, shining through your heart and mind, through your life and into the world. Baba's three interrelated teachings are honor your own self, see God in each other. The Guru makes both possible. When you honor your own self, the words you use on yourself change. When you honor your own self, you lift your lid more frequently. Maybe one day you'll lose it. When you see God in each other, you see the light in the other person's box, whether their lid is lifted or not. You see it, or you know it's there, or you think it probably is. Or you try to imagine that there is light in there Somewhere. It can be hard, especially when you don't like the other person, especially when you don't approve of what they're doing. 
especially when they're scary or threatening, even dangerous to themselves or others. One yogi told me a while back that a family member was going through a hard stuff, thus making it hard on everyone else. The family had to make a tough decision and have their beloved family member locked up, institutionalized. Fortunately, while there, the family member got some needed care and came out with some skills for self-regulation and self-care. But the family process by which they made this decision, it was not easy. The bottom line, this yogi told me, was that their beloved family member was becoming a danger to themselves and to others. Yes, for some people, the words are so all-consuming, so fascinating, so powerful, so twisted and twined in on themselves that they get lost in them. They don't see their own light, and they don't let it show. You may need to protect yourself from such people. To see that the light is in them, yes. And to see that they don't let their light show, yes. Even to see that their actions are antithetical to the light. But the light of consciousness is still there. I learned a lot about this in my own family. When my kids were growing up, they would fight with each other. That was a bit of a shock to me. The fight could be because one of them was intentionally provoking another, or it could be because they were tired or hungry or all of the above. So I worked hard to make sure they were properly fed or mostly properly fed and that they got enough rest and other self-care needs and still they would fight. I tried to help with that too, to help them to get along with each other and to help them learn to manage their own worst impulses. And still they would fight. Internecine warfare is the worst. While any violence is terrible, it's even worse when the warring parties share DNA or a language. We see that right now both in Russia, Ukraine, and in Israel. Whenever it's messy, everyone involved has contributed to the problem. Yet everyone is a victim. Everyone is a party in creating their own pain. But everybody wants to blame somebody else. And with my kids, they knew who was to blame. So do you, of course. They could always tell me whose fault it was. Except every one of them contributed to the messiness. Probably even their unenlightened mom. They're really good now at telling me all the things I did wrong. And I loved them all. Sometimes I was acting loving and compassionate. Sometimes I was the one on a rampage. But I loved them all. Even when their behavior was off the grid, even when they weren't acting lovable, I loved them fully and always in the midst of it all. I'm not asking you to do this. You don't have to parent everyone in the world. Of course, you will reach the point that you love everyone in the world, but that's not the teaching. The teaching is to see God in everyone, whether you like them or not. Whether they see God in themselves or not. Whether they act like there is divine light inside or not. 
In a tough situation, sometimes compassion is the best response. Sometimes it is not. The way that they act may require for you to protect yourself or withdraw or even to take action against them. The Unabomber was turned in by his brother. His mother attended his trial. When the press asked her about what her son was accused of, killing hundreds of innocent people, she said, I don't know about what he did, but he's my son and I love him. Yes. Where does that come from? It comes from deep inside. I'm asking you to access that inner depth, to live from that profound level, to let it fill you from the inside out. And to see that this inner depth is there in everyone, whether they're accessing it along with you or not. See God in each other. Honor your own self. Namah Shivaya. See God in each other. Parasparo Devo Baba. The Guru makes both possible. I've had a number of students reporting that they are so upset by the war. Some of them are talking about the Ukraine. Others are talking about Israel. Not so many tell me that they're upset about the ongoing wars in Sudan, Somaliland, or Haiti. But those are real. All of them are real, and there are people dying every day. It's a big deal. It's a very big deal. And it's not, thank God, happening in your front yard. You're not currently at any physical risk. You may be going through mental and emotional turmoil. I'll say you're upset. Just sort of a generic word. You're upset by stuff that's going on in the world. But I'll go on and say you're always able to find something to be upset about. It could be the wars in the world. Or you might be upset by racism or America's political divisiveness or the stock market, or school bullies. People often tell me they're upset about a family member. I understand. I understand that these realities are hard. I understand that your inner state is not steady, not deep enough yet. I understand that you want to live in a world where nothing bad ever happens. And when the real world confronts you, you don't know what to do. I understand that you probably live in a constant state of upset. You know how. You've proven that you have a short fuse. You can be set off by small stuff as well as big stuff. It's like you have an upsetness capacity. And you run your life in a way that you keep it, we'll say, at 82%. I don't know, maybe you live at 60% upsetness. Maybe you live with 95% upset or upset 95% of the time. I want to ask you, what's your bliss capacity? How do you keep it at 60% or 
82% or 95%. If you're waiting for the world to be perfect, you're going to have a long if you're waiting for your family to be perfect, <laughs> you're going to have a long way. If you're waiting for you to be perfect, you're still going to have a long way. The only problem is that you're not lifting your lid enough. You keep the lid on your box full of light. You write horrible messages on the outside of it. And then read them to everybody you know over and over and over again. Open the lid. You could even climb inside. In this metaphor, that's meditation. The light in this metaphor isn't physical light. Though you may experience light when you meditate. The light is a metaphor. It's the light of your own being. It's the consciousness that you are. It is the divine dimension of your multidimensionality. Your own being is hidden too long, hidden too well. I can shine light on the outside of your box. I can even lift your lid. But you're the one who has to change the messages written on the box. Unfortunately, they're written on the outside and on the inside. And you are the one who decides whether you're going to live outside of yourself or whether you're going to spend your whole time reading the messages on the box outside or inside or if you're going to base yourself in the light of your own divine essence. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. When you honor your own self, your own divine essence, you come from a different place inside. And that empowers you to see the deeper dimension in every person. You see God in them while you're being intelligent about how to interact with them, how to best protect yourself, or how to help them or help the situation. How to step out of the right, wrong, good, bad, blame game. Lift your lid, not to show your light to others but to peek inside your own self. Find your own inner light while you handle your life the best you know how. And see God in each other, even when it's hard. For if you see only demons in danger, you'll live in fear. You know how to do that. It's not healthy. And you don't get any answers there, you know. You don't get enlightened there either. Live in the light of your own beingness. See it in others, whether they see it in themselves or not, while you use your intelligence to navigate the tricky ways of life. Care and contribute any way you can, but try to avoid the blame game. Or if you have enough blame to share, then see if perhaps every party in the quarrel has a share of blame coming to them. That's another use of intelligence. And keep caring and sharing, giving what you can, helping in the ways you can, doing what you can to make the world a better place. But peek inside, find the light of your own beingness. Hook up your blissometer. 
and work on getting it going. Fueled by Guru's grace, filled by bliss, face the hard stuff in life without being destroyed by it. And see God in each other. You're not the only one with the divine essence, you know. Everyone has it, whether they know it or not. Om Sukha Swaswa Bhagavan Namo